What's up, everyone? This is Landman here with another episode of Cheeseheads Weekly. This is episode number 40. Um, 40 episodes in the books. And uh, this is going to be a short one. Um, I could not get the game here where I was. I listened to it some. Um, I admit, I was not really into it that much. I was just kind of... Especially when I started listening to it, you know, it was more of the same, three and out, three and out, three and out, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. If they lose to the Broncos, it's going to be dumb. I was really hoping they could turn things around. They immediately start doing the three and outs, and I'm like, come on, you know, I'm already starting to tune out. And I left at about half time. didn't really listen to anything after half time. And uh, that's when things started looking a little bit better. They had the lead for a little bit and then lost it in the end. Um, just not a good game. <laughs> uh, not much more you can say. Didn't really brutal loss. Seventeen uh, nineteen to the Denver Broncos in Denver, and um, they will try to regroup, come back um, to the Midwest. And they'll be playing the Vikings. Now, the Vikings game, I should check. Um, because I don't really know. I don't know if it's at Minnesota or at uh, Green Bay. Um, but I will find out here in a second. Um, but we do have the Q&As and the polls on Spotify. Um, you can check those out, and, um, it's gonna be, um, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun if we can have participation in those. We've had, had some, uh, I put the poll out last week, um, I'm changing my vote, um, the poll last week was what their standing's gonna be, had Troy on the show, we kinda went over the rest of their schedule, what we thought was gonna, what it was gonna look like here for the rest of the season, we thought maybe eight nine nine eight somewhere in there that range. I did put in seven and ten as an option, and you know ten and seven and eleven and six as options. I think maybe I should have went down to more like uh, given a six and eleven option too. Maybe I don't know. I voted nine and eight. Way too ambitious. I think if I had to, I'd change my vo vote to t seven and ten. Maybe eight and nine. Someone did vote um, ten and seven. And uh, kudos to them because they, at this point, look like they're where they need to be. Um, there's a link in the description of every single episode to send in a voice message, send in a question about the pack, what's going wrong. Um, in the future, I'm hoping to have an episode, get a guest on the show. Um, obviously, the show is very late coming out. I was thinking about getting a guest um, on the show here this time. But... Ultimately, didn't happen. Uh, we'll see. Um, I want to get someone on the show to talk Jordan Love. And uh, that should be a lot of fun. So if you have a question about Jordan Love, uh, should be here in the next couple weeks is what I'm looking at. Either in the next one or the next one after that, you know, about the halfway point of the season. Go back and talk about Jordan Love. Is he the real deal or not? Any questions, be sure to send those in by voice message. And on that show, we will play the voice messages and uh, answer those questions. So, the show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
New episodes every Tuesday. Hit the bell on Spotify to be notified when a new episode comes out. Rate the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be great. Haven't had any of those yet there. And that would be fantastic if we could get more. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. Get the word out. If you know other Packers fans, tell them about the show. And uh, so we can have them on um, listening to the show. Uh, getting some fun Packers content. Follow on Instagram uh, at Cheeseheads underscore weekly. Check out the website, greatcove.net slash cheeseheads. And, um, yeah, all the episodes um, are on the website. You can listen to them directly from the website, or you can subscribe to the podcast on any of the different platforms. Uh, we have them all listed there on the website. I did not post much on Instagram for those of you that might be listening that um, follow me on Instagram. Uh, yeah, there, I did not post much, didn't post highlights or anything. Just posted one little thing on my story showing the final score and playing a, uh, a song called Beyond Me. Uh, that kind of explains what's going through my head right now. <laughs> And what's going through the head of many Packers fans? It's beyond me, man. I, it's, it's, yeah. Don't really know what they got to do at this point. We'll talk a little bit about that here, and of course, I'll get my players of the game coming right up. So I, I, I said I don't really have a whole lot to say as far as you know going through the game like I sometimes do because I wasn't didn't watch it, but I will say. By all accounts, it looks like pretty much all the same. The Packers' defense held the Broncos to nine points in the first half. Guess what? The Broncos' horrible defense, uh, atrociously bad, historically bad defense, holds the Packers to, guess what, zero points at the half. For the second straight week, they go completely scoreless at halftime. Just completely bombed the start of the game again and three and out after three and out they got maybe two first downs that I can think of in the first half they were not good um the the defense was good enough I will say this um the the defense um they were they didn't really have any impact plays I don't I'm not sure if they... Oh, they did have one sack for zero yards. No loss of yardage there. So one sack, but didn't really mean a whole lot. No turnovers. The defense needs to make a bigger impact if this team's going to win because um, it's pretty much on the defense. Jair Alexander said it. And uh, going into the bye after the Las Vegas game, he said it pretty pretty well. It's on the defense, man. It's all on the defense because the offense just is not getting it done. Not to make any excuses for the offense by any means. The defense is by far the better unit here on this team. But yeah, just was not good. Um, and the defense, uh, from what I, I watched a few highlights, there were way too many highlight plays from the Broncos offense. This Broncos offense should not be putting any of these plays in against you. There were some egregious missed tackles. A 21-yard run by, 
I forget who um, really really took them. Uh, there were some missed tackles there. Um, it was either Jaleel McLaughlin or Javante Williams. Can't remember. Both of them are running wild, and it was just not good. And so um, I believe. Oh uh, yeah, here it is. Javante Williams it was, but I'm pretty sure Jaleel had some big runs too. Th those are just, there's a 21-yard scramble and a 21-yard run by Javante. Scramble by Russell Wilson that Keyshawn Nixon missed the tackle on. That kind of sprung them loose. He was not very good in this game. Um, yeah, it was just not. Uh, the defense kind of didn't get it done when they needed to. Um, and, I mean, Jair Alexander was out. That certainly played a part. Carrington Valentine got the start. Eric Stokes was active, but um, wasn't starting at corner. Had some snaps on special teams where he immediately got injured. So many injuries. This game really could not have gone much worse. And um, if I could pick out one good thing about the game, it is Jordan Love's completion percentage was his highest, I believe, in a game this year. 67.7%. Uh, only a second time above 60 on the year. Um, not that that's a whole lot of comfort, but uh, <laughs> because he passed 21 times for 180 yards. Now, I did not do the math, but that average has got to be really, really low. Because passing 21 times, man, are only 180 yards. I'll do the math here real quick. 8.6 if you're rounding yards per completion. And, sorry, what did I say? 8.6 is what I meant to say. Yeah, I think I said that. Whatever. Which is actually not quite as bad as I thought it might be. But uh, still not great, I don't think. Two passing touchdowns. But an interception to kind of seal the deal. Second straight week, he threw an interception to just give over the game completely. Uh, threw into double coverage. Bad interception. Uh, his passer rating was 90.8, uh, which is his third highest uh, mark this year. But he... They got into rhythm a little bit in the second half. A whole, not a ton of it was his fault. Not all of it was his fault. But the fact that he got his completion percentage up, we said um, against Troy, if he didn't get it up this game, then, you know, something's wrong. He did get it up um, higher than any time this season. But really, it just still was not a good game. They could not complete passes down the field. Again, the ball placement was not always great. Um, although I thought he did have, you know, some good-looking passes that just were broken up. Um, yeah, some drop passes by wide receivers, you know, we've seen that before, different stuff like that. Just plenty of miscues. They didn't use Aaron Jones enough. I was not happy with that at all. Um, just was not, was not great. And so... Um, uh, we'll get into my players of the game here shortly. 
Um, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to say. It just was not good, and it has to get better. Um, I'll go over some of the news, the injuries, and go into my players of the game then. So, the Packers had a ton of injuries in this game, way too many. Um, defensive lineman Devontae Wyatt, safety Darnell Savage, and receiver Dontavian Wicks. Oh, and cornerback Eric Stokes went down in the first half with injuries, did not return. Tight end Luke Musgrave and Christian Watson were injured in the second half. Um, and receiver Jaden Reed, Josh Myers, and Rudy Ford all dealt with the injuries in-game. They were back after their injuries uh, in some capacity. Um, but yeah, wow. And, uh... We've, uh, here's Matt LaFleur's comments on that. Uh, we've had some adversity strike in terms of it just seems like we have had a lot of guys going down with injuries. It's part of the game. At the end of the day, no one cares. The expectation is the same. Spot on. Uh, no one is going to say, oh, it was because of the injured players. We've said that enough. And we had, at least to begin the game, a lot of our players back on offense. Uh, we went into the game without cornerback Jair Alexander and linebacker Devondre Campbell. Who, uh, yeah, Jair Alexander was back at one point, had the bye to heal, but uh, I think he was back. Yeah, he was back versus the Raiders, but just a lingering back injury. That does concern me a little bit, to be honest. It's possible back injuries are a little bit tricky things. It's possible this could linger and it could end up that he needs surgery or just has to miss a ton of weeks to make sure it actually completely heals. Because, yeah, back injuries are not something to mess with. And uh, so I'm a little bit concerned about that one. I will say that. Devontae Campbell started the practice last week. I think he could be back next week or the week after uh, with an ankle injury. Not like that matters a whole lot. Um, Isaiah McDuffie has been solid with him not there. Devondre Campbell has not always been playing great, and it feels like every time he steps on the field, there's just you're just waiting for him to get injured again. Um, David Bakhtiari is already out for the year. Aaron Jones missed a bunch of games. He still is not getting work. Um, let's see, he got eight carries. And average 4.4 carry. He was, he was, you know, good when he had the ball in his hands. Uh, he had some juice um, in the passing game. Had a 14-yard catch. Went 3 for 22 there. 8 for 35 in the running game. But A.J. Dillon continued to get all the work. He got 15 carries for 61 yards. Average 4.1 a carry. Two receptions for 34 yards with a long of 29. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about him later. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, though, 2 for 30 for one touchdown. I uh, don't like to see that. Luke Musgrave, 4 for 30. Um, continues to get his little short area targets. Um, 3 for 27 for Christian Watson before he went out. Um, Jaden Reed, 3 for 21 and a score. Dontavian Wicks, 1 for 17. Emmanuel Wilson, 2 for 8. 2 Ray, 1 for 3. And he was targeted 
um, on Love's interception on the, at the end of the game. He was not to blame by any means. Love should not have thrown that ball. And uh, Ben Sims, one for two. Not pretty. It was not pretty at all. Love was 21 for 31, only 10 incompletions. That did surprise me a little bit. Um, it says an average of 5.8. Did I do something wrong, or is that just 5.8 per attempt? Maybe that's what you're supposed to... That's probably the metric you're supposed to be looking at. Uh, by the way, Dontavian Wicks went one for one for 14 yards. Had a uh, 118.8 passer rating. The guy was lighting it up um, on one pass. <laughs> yeah, um, Dontavian Wicks looked much better as a passer than, than the other guys. And uh, I think we'll talk a little bit more about him as well. Um, so, Isaiah McDuffie, man, led the team in tackles, 10 total, I'm not sure if he missed any or not, um, but, yeah, Isaiah McDuffie has been solid out there, but, just a whole lot of nothing, that defense, two tackle for losses for Clay Walker, um, he was, I would say, solid again, um, the linebackers have been pretty good. Uh, Carrington Valentine struggled in coverage, you know, getting that start. Um, they were putting p some pressure on the quarterback, not enough to get sacks, and too often. Yeah, there were times when they put some pressure on, not often enough, and when they did, and of course they let Russell Wilson escape and run like he's a 20-year-old again. Like, what's going on? This guy is so old, he's as old. No, he's not as old as Aaron Rodgers, but uh, he definitely runs better than Aaron Rodgers did. Um, but he's kind of old, and he's still running on you. He did slim down, and he's faster but this year than he was last year. But, uh, yeah, do not like to see that. Um, the Packers' record is now um, worse than the Vikings'. The same as the Bears, way worse than the Lions. <laughs> it's just not looking very nice. Um, yeah, I mean, P. Ryan was 2 for 10 against them, who is now their third running back. Jaleel McLaughlin, guys. He went 5 for 45, averaging 9 a carry. Only 5 carries, and they're giving him a 23-yard run. Uh, Javante Williams rushed 15 times for 82 yards, 5.5 average, had a long of 21, uh, we mentioned that earlier, um, yeah, we got, we got steamrolled by this running game, and, uh, Javante Williams has not been effective on the year, he's still maybe sort of recovering from that ACL injury, He's not been that great. Jaleel's been better. Um, I mean, Javante Williams is a starter. I expect him to get better. It's not that he's a bad back or anything, but the fact that the Packers could not stop these guys is just unreal. Um, and in the receiving game, uh, let me see. They had a completion of 33 yards, 18 yards, 19 yards from Judy P. Ryan. Sutton had the 33-yarder just... Egregious stuff, man. They let off too many big plays. Like, you look at the highlights, there's too many plays down the field, too many big runs. It just did not look good. It was not pretty. 
Russell Wilson only ran one time, and uh, actually, so okay, um, that's that's good, I guess. It was only one time for 21 yards, of course, because if you do run, you can run a long ways. So I mean, teams should be taking note of this and running all the time against them, because their pass, their secondary, and everything is pretty good. Although even that was not great. It was okay, but they let off a few big plays, and with Jair Alexander not being there, that does make a difference. Rashawn Gary was, again, disruptive, was not able to get a sack or anything, but he was good out there. He's been looking great. Um, I'd like to see what his snap counts are, actually. Um, let me see if I can um, figure that one out. Um... Yeah, if we look, go back to the injuries here for a little bit. Um, Wyatt needed a cart to exit the field because of a knee injury. It seems like he aggravated the one. I think he was questionable going into the game with a knee injury. I think he aggravated that same knee injury. Hopefully he's not out for the year. I'm a little nervous about that one too. It is a knee injury. Um... Yeah, we'll see. I don't think it's as bad as a torn ACL, but, I mean, maybe a sprain of some kind. It's it's hard to tell. Um, Stokes suffered a hamstring injury covering a punt. He struggled with hamstring injuries, which is why he did not uh, start the season. He was expecting to start the season, recovered from his other injuries, his major injuries, before the start of the season and was going to start the season. Um playing uh, without it wasn't planning on starting on the pup list had a, struggled with hamstring injuries during camp and preseason so I had to start on the pup list came back immediately had another hamstring injury and uh, I don't know it could be a while before he comes back um, hamstring injuries are you know also tricky things uh, only I mean it's not like there's gonna be any damage like a back injury could be but I mean it could be a little bit before he's back and Especially if Jair Alexander's missing time, it would be nice if we could start working Stokes back in, which they tried to do. Savage um, aggravated a calf injury that he was questionable going into this game, too. He is expected to miss multiple weeks. Luke Musgrave took a, uh, a violent hit from Kareem Jackson which I believe is partially why he's being suspended two games. Uh, was going to be four, but he appealed it, and, and now it's just two because uh, he's been really hitting people not very nicely, apparently. And uh, um, NFL really cracking down on some of these rules, issuing a bunch of fines and stuff, and I... I'm going to talk a little bit about that, kind of my take on that, hopefully next week if I have time to prepare a little bit more. Uh, but Musgrave injured his ankle on the hit, you know, not a concussion. So I guess that's a good thing. Um, don't really know if he will be out for an extended period of time or not. I think a lot of these guys could very easily miss next week, though. Um, maybe all of them. Probably not Jaden Reed or Myers or... Um, whoever the other guy was, I was injured for some of it. Um, but yeah. Oh, by the way, the Packers missed a season high 13 tackles on defense versus the Broncos. This, 
this offense here, or this this is the Broncos offense we're talking about, and uh, the Packers are missing 13 tackles, a season high. I mean, they should have missed those tackles against the Lions. Um, yeah, not so hot. But um, I'll get into my players of the game here. <coughs> so, um. Uh, Let's see. Well, let's just go through the missed tackles here. Uh, Russell Douglas had two missed tackles. Nixon had two missed tackles. Um, oh, th- uh, sorry. Nixon had three missed tackles. And Savage had two missed tackles. Eight of them from the secondary. And, uh, yeah. They have week three and week five. They only had four missed tackles. That would be against the Raiders. And against the, mm, who'd they play in week three? But week four was 13 as well. Who was week four against? Was it the Lions that week? I somehow don't think it was. Oh, week, yeah, it was the Lions. And week three was, um, shoot, the Saints. Okay, well, that's. Interesting. They missed 10 against the Bears. They missed 8 against the Falcons, which makes sense. B. John Robinson was juking guys around. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, let's just get into the players of the game. Uh, the defense is going to have to create more takeaways for sure um, because that's going to be trouble if, if uh, yeah, that's going to be trouble. If we, you know, are doing this bad on offense and we can't create takeaways, we do. Um, I would like to see some more for Dontavian Wicks. He's looked really good. He's been open a lot. We need to get him on the field more. Of course, he did suffer the injury, um, so that needs to be monitored. But he needs to be back in. They did that little trick play with him where he threw a 14-yard pass to Aaron Jones. That was a very nice pass, by the way. Kind of threw it in such a way that a defender couldn't get to it, you know. He looks like a quarterback, man. Maybe he should take over for Jay Love. Uh, just kidding. No, I, I still like Love. Um, it is fair to wonder. You listen to Cowherd. Cowherd is completely out. If he was out before, he is completely out. I think any fans that still believe in Love are absolute idiots. Um, are just the, the, the adults who wear cheese heads, he says. And, uh, yeah, I don't have any direct quotes from him. Kind of wish I did now, but, um, yeah, so, we'll see. The Packers are 26th in USA Today's power rankings. They sit above six teams. The New York Giants, the Chicago Bears, the Tennessee Titans, the Washington Commanders, Arizona Cardinals and the Carolina Panthers. And I would not be surprised if they lost to some of those teams. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, crazy stuff. There's plenty of stuff to talk about for this week if we wanted to. The Patriots beat the Bills. That was quite interesting. The Bills, you know, they've struggled at times this year on offense. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens um, with them. Um... Yeah, let's go into the players of the game. Number one on offense is A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, for the second straight week, has looked really good. And uh, he looked even better than last week. Or, sorry. 
Uh, last week was a bye. Um, I'm talking week five versus the Raiders. He looked way better. He had 95 total yards. That's a season high. He ran hard, punished tacklers, forced misses, and produced explosive plays, man. He looked a lot. He looked pretty fast. Um, he just... He was squirting through the gaps, and if he came through the hole, he came out. He came out chugging, man. And uh, yeah, 29-yard catch, 15-yard run. Um, by the way, the 29-yard catch was on the final drive. That could have been, you know, really nice. Um, they were they were season longs, both of them. Um, on three scoring drives, Dylan rushed 10 times for 45 yards. Um, Dylan and Jones gained 152 total yards. They can still be a potent one-two punch. They certainly can. Give Jones carries. Uh, number two on the list. Tackle Zach Tom. He's been on here on the players of the game a fair amount. And he has been great. Um, the, the offensive line has continued to not be very good. It's That has not helped Jordan Love. And yeah, that's that's a problem for sure. He's finally over his knee injury, and he was back to looking fantastic. Um, pitched a shutout as a pass blocker. Didn't have a penalty, and was excellent in the run game and on the move. He even moved inside and played at center without an issue for four snaps while Josh Myers is out for a little bit with an injury. And he just looks like the long-term starter. At one of the offensive tackle spots, he is PFF's number nine offensive tackle entering week eight. Uh, number three, uh, Dontavian Wicks. He did great adjusting his throw to account for Justin Simmons on the completion to Jones for 14 yards. Had a terrific run block. Um, on a run from Jones, uh, converting a third down, and he had a 17-yard catch on third down. That was a big play, probably one of yeah one of the very few big plays in the passing game after that Dylan 29-yard catch. Um, let's go. Uh, speaking of offensive line, I just want to talk about Rasheed Walker. Um, we thought he was looking good coming into the year. He won over the job. Of swing tackle above Yash Nyman. Now he's been the starter without Bakhtiari. And it looks like it might be time to switch to Yash Nyman. Uh, certainly wouldn't hurt to try. I don't think yet Nyman's going to be a whole lot worse. He's not doing well as a run blocker. He's making too many mistakes. Um, so many, lots of penalties. Um, yeah. Had a face mask on third down. Had a false start on third down. Um... Yeah, and after the false start um, on third down, right before the half, the Packers did not convert that third down, tried to kick a field goal. Anders missed his first on the year. Uh, no big deal from him. Um, he's People will say, oh, that was, a, that was all you needed. If they made that field goal, that's a win. Yeah, but Packers did not deserve to win this game, okay? They were atrocious in so many other ways they need to figure it out and you know maybe a loss against the Broncos is what they need you know maybe that's humbling maybe they'll be like okay let's write the ship right now um 
I don't know. I said going into the bye, that's what they need. And they came out. I was like, okay, they're going into the bye. Just what they need after a bad loss to the Raiders. We're going to come back. We're going to game plan. And for Pete's sake, it's the it's the stinking Broncos. We should be able to crush them, with especially with the bye week to game plan. Uh, no, that didn't happen. And uh, so I don't really know what we need anymore. Um, we need to figure things out somehow. And maybe it'll happen. I'd love it. Uh, if it did happen, but we'll see. Um, Elton Jenkins wasn't even very good, um, but he didn't look like he was 100% with the injury. Maybe he should have sat out the game. He was available for the Raiders game, if I remember correctly, then had the bye week. Um, and he didn't practice on... He didn't practice on Friday for with a knee injury. I guess he must have aggravated it in practice, maybe. Otherwise, I think he would have been just fine. Um, other, that's the only explanation I can come up with. Because um, he had the extra rest and everything. Um, yeah. Um, on to the defense. Number one, let's go with Rashawn Gary. He didn't have a sack or a tackle for loss, but he was disruptive. He played, oh, here we go. Here's my snap number. 40 total snaps. A season high. So this should be fun. He had six pressures, two run stops. That's great. He's producing in the run game and the pass game. Bring it on. I want to see more. Keep giving me more of this guy. Sean Gary, he's the real deal, man. Uh, let's go to Devontae Wyatt. Uh, Second-year guy, and he was looking really good before he aggravated a knee injury. And, man, I so hope he can come back. It looks like he could be out for a while, maybe. Uh, I hope he can come back soon and get healthy. This guy's been really good. Maybe not so much against the run, but guess what? No one else has been good against the run either. It's just kind of uh given at this point, and he's been really good, disruptive, especially in the passing game. His first ten snaps, he produced two hurries and stuffed two plays. First and ten run, third and eleven screen pass, both on the opening drive. I mean, the guy was the guy just flies around. He plays with so much effort. His motor is incredible. He just does not stop. I hope this this guy needs to get healthy because I mean, you see it here. He stuffed um, two two other plays, a screen pass of all things, and a, a run. Um, he's He's really growing into um, the, the overall all-around great interior defensive lineman. And the Packers need more of those. Him and Kenny Clark could be a really great duo. Number three is Kingsley Anagbari. He stuffed a run after only a one-yard gain. Made a solid tackle covering a punt. So special teams, special teams uh, help. And he produced three pressures, including a hit. On Russell Wilson. And he only played 18 snaps. So very good for a nice rotational guy. I like what I've been seeing from Kingsley Hennigbari. Uh, I guess that's about it for today. Thanks for listening everybody. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens next week against the Vikings. By the way. Speaking of a crazy week that I said. I forgot to mention the Vikings beat the 49ers. Um, the 49ers lost the second, the second straight week to not very good teams and, uh, to the Vikings without Justin Jefferson and the Browns the week before 
without Deshaun Watson playing with P.J. Walker at quarterback. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty interesting there. So, Packers play the Vikings next, and I certainly am not expecting them to win. I don't really think anyone is, but this is a game I'd like to see them get right. It is at Lambeau Field, and uh, Packers, they're going to come out wanting to play, at least, versus the Vikings, and I hope they do. I really hope they come out and actually play. Um, we'll see. Maybe I'll be able to watch the game. Um, hopefully, I can talk about some of this rules, the NFL cracking down on rules. That seems like a fun topic to discuss. Um, but that's it for today. Be sure to send in a voice message question for after week nine is the episode there when we're hoping to talk about Jordan Love. Any questions, send that in in a voice message. We got the Q&As and the polls on Spotify. Be sure to participate on those if you listen on Spotify. But if uh, be sure to rate the show, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at cheeseheads underscore weekly. Check out the website. Tell your friends about the show. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Goodbye. Goodbye.